Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey, Life Church family, welcome back to another Midweek Pastors podcast. Pastor Chris Ray is here with Pastor Jeff Young hey. and Pastor Bob Leahy on the soundboard. Hey, we really enjoy doing this. I know that some of you, maybe this is your first time tuning in, but those of you who've been faithfully tracking with us, we really appreciate it. And we appreciate your input and your questions. And so if you want to, please write us a little note telling us why you like these podcasts. Just send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org and give us some encouragement, but also give us some questions. Uh, Let us know topics you'd like to talk about, and we'll try to do our best to cover them. And this is a dialogue. This is a dialogue that takes place actually before we even turn on the microphones. (laughs) Yeah. And so we, sometimes we spend, I don't know, today I think we spent like just a half hour, 45 minutes, just talking about things and then said, oh, we better do a podcast. It's so, almost like we should do, we should record that as like a pre-podcast, <laughs> podcast, pre-podcast, yeah. pastor's podcast. Yeah. Because we have some really good conversation before we get into this. It's really yeah. fun. And, and that, you know, the bottom line is this, is that we love relationship. We love our relationship with Jesus, but we love the body of Christ, Amen. the community of believers. And we're just so excited to be able to be able to do this for you in the first place. And thank you, Bob Lay, who, who edits these and puts them together and uploads them. And uh, we couldn't do it without his technological know-how. Every once in a while, he gets a microphone too. Yeah. Which is yeah. always good. Always. Always. I was just going to say too, just as you're talking about the body of Christ and yeah. just... I think there is a genuine love f- for the bride of Christ, you know, the church. Like, that. that's why I'm always like, man, if you've been kind of veering away from church or you just, you know, you can have all your questions and your doubts, but mm-hmm. man, oh man, it is, it is something to be together. Yeah. yeah. It is a spiritual matter. The enemy wants you set apart. Mm-hmm. And we... Man, we want to sh- we shine brighter with you in the room, no yeah. matter what you think of yourself and or right. your faith, or, you know where where you're at. I just maybe an encouragement to those that are you know questioning or doubting or ha- you know having yeah. the challenges that it's still so much better when you are you are with us. The yes. body of Christ shines brighter with you in the room. Yeah, don't downplay, folks. Don't downplay your testimony, what God has done in your life. It yeah. may seem simple to you and even mundane, but when you share it with somebody else, it could be the very thing that they need for encouragement. Absolutely. And Absolutely. the meat needs, that's one of the things I love about meat needs. Just everybody brings a little something to eat and we sit around the table and we laugh and we talk. Yes. Uh, I get to know people, I get to know their life stories and it makes my life better yeah. because I know that. It enriches us. Yeah. 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 And so that's why to go on our topic sure. today, Pastor Jeff, we were talking about not just commitment to Christ, but what what does that even look like? What's the difference between just saying, "Okay, I believe. I've checked the box. Jesus Christ came to earth, died for my sins, is at the right hand of the Father. I accept him as my Lord and Savior." That's belief. But yeah. commitment to that 
commitment to the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, commitment to his bride, the bride of Christ. Uh, it's not uh, a, just an individualized experience. It's a corporate experience. Yeah. What's the difference? And how do, how do we know the difference? That? Well, as you're talking about that, I was thinking about Paul, you know, the Apostle Paul and how we know him as Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christians before he was a Christian knew him as Saul and knew him as someone who was highly religious, was one of the leading Pharisees, yeah. knew the law, knew the rights and wrongs. You know, he, he was the leader of, uh, well, or one of the leaders and probably on well on his way to become the leader of the, yeah. the Pharisees. And then he had, you know, the, the moment on, uh, the Damascus road and the road to Damascus and, and, uh, where the Lord got a hold of his heart, yeah, blinded him for three days and then gave him new vision, right? Opened his eyes. And, and we were just talking about like, what's the difference between this religious spirit where we kind of just check the boxes, but we have zero relationship with the Lord. Yeah. Like, and I would say commitment to Christ. Yeah. Um, where I, where I just, I can't, I surrender my, my life. I lay it down so that Jesus can have his way in me and then use me. So through me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I can't remember what you're, how you were, how you phrased that question, but just talking about the difference between these yeah. two lives. And, and we get to see this in scripture with, with Paul in Galatians. I, I love it. I, even this morning I was reading in Galatians chapter two and I'm going to try and find it. He says, this is, he's kind of talking about the process that he went through after he was saved right. where he met Jesus. And then he had quite, quite a journey. It says then after 14 years, right? Like Paul, uh, Saul didn't just become Paul and then went and did all the things. He had a time and a season of development and growth and surrender and and humility. Like the the place that I see it is uh, in verse two. It says, "I presented to them," and he's talking. He's saying, "I presented to the apostles, the other the other leaders of of Christianity." Uh, he said, "I presented to them the gospel that I preach among the Gentiles. I wanted to be sure." I was not running and had not, I was not running and had not been running my race in vain. Mm. Anyway, that's kind of a long way to go about like, he wanted to just present himself as I am committed to Christ yeah, and I'm surrendering it to the authority that I'm under that they might agree with me. Um, and if not, then we can talk through it. And, and I'm just humbling myself to say I'm committed to Christ and not just checking the box in this religious yeah. vein that I am so accustomed to. I imagine it took Paul, uh, Saul, yeah, many years. It says fourteen here, to to just kind of shed this religious like do's and don'ts, yeah, into this relationship with Christ. Yeah, well, in in that fourteen, I mean, fourteen years. That's yeah. a long time, but that's where you're right. There was what he encountered on the road to Damascus had to be worked out in him. Yep. All those years. Wow. I can't yeah. wait to see that videotape when I get to heaven. I know. Because I wonder what he did. It would be interesting. Yeah. And I just, maybe just thinking through this, it's like, where are you at? You know, not not asking Pastor Chris. Yeah, here. yeah. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> uh, I've seen his life long enough to know he's very committed <laughs> to Christ. But there's this, there's this maybe, maybe a grayscale line from zero to 10. Am I just, am I just checking the boxes? 
do I have any move in my heart or change or transformation? Uh, you know, Romans, of course, yeah. says don't be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by right. the power of Christ and the renewing of your mind. So is my heart and my mind, is it is it continually being shaped and formed by Christ? And that's the way in which that happens is by a commitment to Christ. Yeah. And in my commitment, underneath that means obedience. And in that obedience, it's offering up my life, opening up my heart. It's, it's humbling myself. I, in fact, I have a little note here that says what, again, uh, what Paul was doing here was he was surrendering himself to the authority. And there was this true humility that, yeah. to be honest, I mean, he wrote half the New Testament or more. Yeah. yeah. He didn't really need to do because he had all the knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But this was a heart heart check, a heart transformation thing. And so I'm just maybe even asking the question as you're driving or doing the dishes or mowing the lawn or whatever you're doing, listening to this is, where am I at on that grayscale? Am I just checking the boxes or am I really committed to Christ where I've surrendered it all and I'm letting him do a work in me so that he might do a work through me? Right. And it's, a, it's an absolute surrender to that truth that... Jesus is who he is, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. I was thinking of yeah. uh, in John, where Jesus makes a pretty tough uh, presentation to the people who were listening about, hey, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood. Yeah. And of course, he wasn't talking about cannibalism. He was, he was talking about the, the Eucharist, the, yep. the, uh, that his body had been broken and his blood had been shed for, for humanity. And uh, in verse 66 of chapter 6, it says, As a result of, of the statement, many of his disciples left and would no longer walk with him. So Jesus said to the twelve, Do you want to leave also? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have words of eternal uh, life, <clears throat> and we have already believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Oh man. You know, there's that thing where it's just like where well where else would we go? That this is the commitment is a commitment of absolute belief that there is no other way. Yeah. Yeah. Where what are what are the other options? But in this world of you know pluralistic oh, belief man. systems, you know, all truths lead to the same place people will say or you know, truth is just your truth. But in this yep. commitment, like you said, it's an absolute surrender in every context of your life, every context that says, no, you are the son of God. Yeah. And where, I'm, no, I'm where, not going anywhere else. Where else would I go? Where else would I go? I, I was thinking about that as you're saying, and every time I hear, it's Peter who says that, right? Yeah. I, every time I hear those words, where would I go? I, I think about my life and I think about, of course... <laughs> By no means is it perfect, mm. but only by the grace of God, I am where I am. And, and I, I just think about where, where would I be without the Lord's hand in my life? Wow. Mm -hmm. It'd be a mess. Um, and pain and very, very painful. However, that being said, being committed to Christ means that just like Jesus in that same passage you just read, you're going to have people who you love walk away. Yeah who you desperately want in your life, who are just going to say, what are you, you're, what are you smoking? Yeah. yeah. Like, get <laughs> out of here. Yeah. Eat my, eat your flesh, drink your blood. What do you dude? Come on. You yeah. know, like, yeah, yeah. And some people are going to think that 
you deciding that your Christian biblical faith, the commitment to Christ is so um, uh, abnormal or um, just not get with the times, man. Like Jesus, this isn't a thing, you know, yeah, but, but it's that very thing that secures us. It's, it's the, the kind of faith that the Roman centurion had that was like, look, I'm not even worthy, Jesus, that you would come into my house, but just say the word and my sick servant, he'll, he'll be healed. And Jesus yeah. was like, wow, I've never seen faith like this in all of Israel. And this was a Gentile. Yeah. This was a, a pagan. But he had this sense of like, no, you're, you're the one. Yeah. You're, you're the one that can do this. If we surrender, commit ourselves to that truth, then... Anything else that tries to take over uh, and, and control our life, we, we can, it's not easy, but we can, with a sense of confidence, say, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. No, I've surrendered and committed myself to the one true God mm-hmm. and everything that he said and everything that he's, you know, said, this is the way. Yeah. It's just not even up for grabs. Yeah. Yep. But we we live in a world where everything is negotiable. Everything is absolutely, and I think uh, as you're talking about that, I think you know we we preach here at the church, and there's hundreds of people who are here, and and I think this is it goes back to your own relationship with the Lord. It goes back to how am I going to live? Am I going to walk this out with integrity, mm-hmm. or am I going to walk this out with my own justification? So when I'm walking through those doors and thinking about the week that I've had, the month or year, the, the, the stuff, the sin that I still allow to linger or be a part of and, and I take part in, and I'm just kind of just checking that box of Christianity that I'm mm-hmm. just this religiosity kind of thing. Well, well, at least I'm going to church. Well, that's, that's good. I'm, we, we, man, we'll, we want people here, of course. But at the same time, I also want to challenge and say, but the Lord is after your heart. Yeah. Just like, just like Paul, he's after the heart. He's after the 14 year journey that, that the Lord probably, uh, so thoroughly enjoyed those 14 years with, with Paul. Yeah. Of just shedding away one thing after another and saying, I'm just after your heart. Yeah. And that people can come through those doors and whatever life that they're living at that moment can be radically changed and transformed. Yeah. As you say, where else would I go? Yeah. But yeah. you alone. And that's the other thing I was thinking, like, no matter what, there's pain. Like, right. either yeah. option. You yeah. have, it's you not have, a cakewalk. You have no. pain either way, right? You have pain. If I'm going to walk away from Jesus, I'm going to get the pain of the world that is is just going to be always there. And the world is only after itself. So the world is selfish. And so you will be due, due to that very reason of brokenness of man and selfishness, you, you will always be on the outs. Um, even if you feel like you're in, uh, there's just going to be so much pain, mm-hmm. a life of the Lord, a commitment to Christ. There's pain because I have to let go of my, right. of exactly. my flesh and my desires and all the things that, that I so would want to be, be part of. But, but yet I know that in that pain, there's going to be some incredible peace and fruitfulness and righteousness and, and a life filled with the fruits of the Holy spirit Yeah. that, oh my goodness, that. Yeah. That's where I think when you get on, I guess, walking with the Lord as many years, like you just go, there's nothing out. I would never give this right. up for, for anything. Yeah. And I think we've endured some pain along the way. 
Right. I want that kind of unyielding faith. Yeah. And it been walking with the Lord a long time, but I tell you, it's still something that I have to yeah. stand my ground. There's a lot yeah. of pulls in a lot of different directions. Yeah. And, a, and a life of justification is a life avoiding, trying to avoid all that pain. Yeah. Instead of just saying, yeah, you know what? I've, I've blown it and I, and I just need the love and grace of Jesus that will be the ointment that will heal yeah. that pain and that wound, those wounds. And, and then you're in this life of community with one another that Christianity can only thrive. I think you were saying this before the podcast, like Christianity can only thrive with, within the context yeah. of community. Without context of community, right? Because you're to love and you're to learn how to love and you're to learn how to forgive and you're to learn how to repent and you're to learn how to walk with and encourage and equip. But if you're on, living a life, quote unquote, of Christianity on your own, you can only do that with yourself. Yeah. yeah. And how selfish is that? Sorry, yeah, that, yeah. that was like pushing a hot button there, but, no, but it's it true. ends up being kind of a self a selfish way of life that that's not the way of the Lord. That's not the way of Christ. Right. Yeah. And then we've misunderstood what he's actually called us to. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. So hey, we love you guys. Uh always, always love these conversations with Pastor Chris and I. I mean, it's just such a fun thing to be part of and and so if you uh, have any comments or thoughts, we'd love to hear them and uh, even dialogue about anything that you might have questions of, whether it's regarding scripture or um, about something that we do here at Life Church, whatever it might be mm-hmm. we want to talk about or things that are going on in the world in our perspective. Uh, if you'd like to hear that, um, we'd love to talk about it. So in, uh, email us info at lifechurchchico.org. And uh, again, just share these out, share this with a friend, share this with family, shoot it off on your social media and and uh, encourage people along along the way. But uh, we love you. Hope to see you Sunday, and we'll see you then. Okay, peace out. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.